0: How to find freedom with virtual closing, let me tell you about that. It's Pop and Luke here, the Luke Guy Show, talking about how virtual closing, to me, is the easiest way to get freedom. And I'll go into what freedom is based on what I've heard, uh, based on what people have told me, what my opinion freedom is, and how virtual closing was that vehicle for me. Okay, gonna go into that here. Um, <clears throat> so, and just backstory, if you're hearing crickets in the background, it's because I am outside under the Georgia stars, and them crickets are chirping like crazy tonight. So Phil's what's well, probably 7, 3, 73 right now. I'm walking at night, and this is when I've done a lot of the Luke Guy show. Um, and the reason I'm doing it in my yard is because I'm walking. I'm trying to put my steps in. I've been measuring my steps for a few years, and I tr- always try to crack 10,000 whenever I can. So after putting some time here in the gym a little bit and had Mexican food before that, I am pumped and ready to go and talk to you about virtual closing and how it helped me get freedom and why I think it's one of the best vehicles to get freedom. I'm going to talk about the challenges that gets in between most people in America and their freedom. I'm going to talk about like, what do most people agree freedom is, okay? When I ask people what freedom is, and I have over 60,000 followers now on Instagram, and then I got several thousand on Facebook, and after talking... To people I find that freedom to most comes down to three or four things time freedom virtual freedom travel freedom money freedom and under money freedom people want that so they can give to those who really need it if they want to retire mom and dad or if they want to give a big tip to the waitress or the waiter or maybe they got a kid that needs to go to school or maybe a friend you know the transmission went out they'd love to be the hero drop them g's down and pay pay off someone's you know transmission or air conditioner, it just feels so good you feel like a hero because you really are when you do things like that and um people are definitely grateful when you give i mean people made careers online giving things away so people love a cheerful giver um but most listen to me and those definitely in america do not have that ability to do anything close to that in fact most most feel like they are drowning either with their money or their time and i find that most feel stagnant after taking I've taken like hundreds if not thousands of calls talking about this very subject. I've spent hundreds of hours talking to people about this. So I've got quite a lot of data and spending tens of thousands of hours of my life trying to crack the freedom thing. I'm going to give you my personal opinion here on this podcast of how you can achieve what most call freedom. And here's how most would agree of doing that so when i say that most would say hey luke if first of all if i could stack in my bank enough where it's i'm the farthest from zero because the farther from zero dollars you can get the better you're going to feel the enemy of that's two things people have an income problem but number two the big one is they have a spending problem as well i mean i've literally talked to people who make eight grand months okay they have no kids no spouse not even a girlfriend They do that for five years. They have a small apartment. The state they live in is not that expensive. Taxes aren't that bad. And they still live check to check. So, I will say that's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. But it's the American way. I'm not here to be Dave Ramsey up on you. That's not what I'm doing either here. But also too, because you make $16,000 a month, it's not going to solve that problem though. Because most people don't know where their dollars are going. So, but once you heal those holes in that bucket and you figure out where all your dollars are going and they're multiplying, wouldn't you like your money to multiply like rabbits? Wouldn't you like that? Well, most people's dollars self-destruct. Like they're, they're, constantly, blown, like they're constantly dying. Like they, you, got, you got dollars like burning themselves and you can't, you don't know where they're going. Like it's just like, wow, I made eight grand. That went, that went so bad, so fast, so fast. Um, and that's most people. Most people listen to me probably make four to eight household per month. Um, now, you may live in an expensive place. Maybe you have a lot of kids. Maybe food's up, which right now food is up more than usual. Inflation, they say, is went from 8% to 4 I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, I don't really look a lot of that, but that's what I've heard in the news. But most people, for freedom, if they could distance themselves from zero... If they could survive eight months without a job or making a dollar, that'd be a good start. But most people can't do that because they don't make enough and they spend too much. So adjusting those numbers is huge, which is why I recommend knowing where every transaction goes in all your accounts. So there's apps for that that can take all your banks together and you can see exactly what goes where and you can fit exactly how much you spend every month. Most people, when I say, hey, how much do you spend average per month on, you know, survival? They can't tell me. They have no idea. They have no idea. When you add up just basics, your mortgage, your rent, um, car bills, insurance, what does that come to? Most people cannot tell me. Nor could they figure it out within 24 hours. They just cannot do it. It's sad. That's really sad. Because how do you know how much to make? Most people simply do not have a plan. They don't think like that. They just work, come home, Netflix, shower, maybe gym, start all over. Hope you make it to the weekend. That's not a plan. And yet people do that for 20, 30 years. Maybe not the Netflix thing, but the TV thing, yeah. Like, it's about the same. TV, Netflix, whatever. Entertainment. And so what I say to this is, okay, yes, make more. Save more, too. And work that part out, okay? So what I would say, first plan, is, okay, maybe you're just making enough to survive. And you're check, checking, check, like 60% of Americans. So you do, let's say you have all the holes plugged. That means that you do need to make more, okay? What most don't realize is that two things are eating them up. Expenses and inflation is on one side of you eating you up. But then you have taxes is eating you up on the other side. Because a lot of people don't know the tax game. Like, there's a lot of people listening right now. Just by making one... Like, for example, a lot of you, if you just became a virtual closer, on the tax side, you could save on taxes just by becoming... A virtual closer or a business. It don't have to be just a virtual closer. But if you came a 1099 contract of some kind, there's a lot of things you're buying you could write off, but you it has to be legitimate and it has to be tied back to your business. So that means then that puts you in the investing mode where you're buying things that either make you money or you can save on taxes. But just to buy things, just to buy things is pointless. But if you're buying things that grow you but save on taxes, that could help you out a lot. So learning that game too. So learning to increase that gap um, of what you spend and what you make and that gap in between of what is not you know burned, that's wealth, that's a gap, that's where wealth is at, okay? For example, if it, if it takes $3,000 a month or $4,000 a month to live and survive, and let's say that you're making eight, that's four grand. That's four grand additionally. You can save away and put somewhere. But most people think, oh, I made an extra four grand. Let's blow it, baby. Let's go to Disney. Or if they get it, like, if most people, they've got it in their minds. And I don't know if this isn't established by the schools or something. Um, I don't know if this is the government's way of the economy just spending and roaring to prevent what happened in Japan, for example, in the 80s. Like, Japan's economy, the same thing. The real estate was popping. But then the economy got locked up because people were saving so much of their money, no one was spending anything. So Japan's economy fell like a rocket. I fell like a rocket. Sorry, dropped like a rock. But rockets falling, it's not a good thing. So what I would say in this situation of finding freedom is figuring out how to get like to how to build your nest egg slowly once you figure that part out you've got a fire going the gasoline is your income to where you can do it faster once you have eight months saved up then you're preparing yourself to do other things um like actually come home work home and not have to go back to the job so then so let's say you figured out the you saved you save a good mo- a bit of money perfect that's in place you're establishing money freedom what about time freedom? You're investing, let's say, an hour to working back. So let's say, you know, five, to seven hours a week you're wasting. Let's say that's 20 hours a month you're wasting on just driving back and forth, just killing your car, and it's time going into nowhere. I mean, you could use that time to listen to podcasts like this one. That's a good idea. But besides that, there, you could be doing things even better as well, truthfully. Well, you take that 20 hours and invest in things actually making you money instead of just, you know, researching and listening. Um, so if you can get out of that job, for example, and make more now what's happening is now you have time freedom You have virtual freedom and you have money freedom so money time and virtual freedom and that's the part where Luke there They go. Well, Luke Okay, I get it. I need to work on saving money and grow my buffer Because it takes dif- discipline and I rem- I recommend you learning that first to release some stress and some pressure off your marriage off your family because when you go to do your own thing, that pressure's just going to increase, right? Just, if you've got a bucket with holes in it and you're pouring water down that bucket, but then you do it faster, that doesn't mean you're gonna get more water in your bucket because it's just pouring out the bottom faster. And that's what most people think. Oh, if I just make more money, my, my life has changed. No, you're just about to increase your stress even more because you went, hey, we made 12 grand this month, but we, where's it all at? Like you can't, you, you don't wanna do that, man. That's no That's no fun, that's actually more stressful. In that situation, the money can actually ruin your family, ruin your marriage, because you're stressed out even more. Because people, the more money they make, the more stressed out, they're like, where'd all that money go? Um, so that's one thing I'm learning about Americans. I'm an American too. Uh, but that was just something that was put into me as a kid. I got good at. So that's why in my early 20s, I was able to kind of do a lot of the stuff early. Because um, I figured that out. While raising a family, that's what the thing though. There's a lot of single kids who, who are not marrying kids and they do all this. But to do this while raising kids at the same time having a marriage you know having a home most that's a rare thing that i see today most do these when when they're single no responsibility no bills and they do it while living with mom and daddy now imagine doing that on your own with risk with kids in a small town no one's really doing it that's when things really gets harder not to put me on a pedestal because i know i'm not, not not the only one i've seen others do it too but that's why you see a lot of things like you you've seen them in social networks these single kids going oh let me show you how to do it i did this and that but did they do it with risk did they do it with a family did they do it while trying to raise kids did they do it with the ex- most likely they didn't and that's why a lot of people once they have kids you know they are married they have homes more risk it's harder for them and that's why a lot of people snowball in the wrong direction but it can be done i assure you um you just gotta change some habits so Once you have saved that money up, you've got the buffer in place. Now, the next thing is to take that time and widen that time up. Like Take four to six hours a day and invest that somewhere. You want to invest that time into something that can make more than your day job. And that's why I like virtual closing better than vending machines, better than ATM machines, better than affiliate marketing. Why? All these things take marketing. And 80% fail at doing marketing because marketing's hard and marketing does take marketing dollars and it takes an ever learning knowledge that most people do not want to learn because it's always changing and when you've got a job and kids and a life it's just hard to keep up and that's why marketing department sometimes changes for companies every few years right because you always need a fresh idea you always need so marketing's hard so think about the gig you're thinking about. Um, the number one problem people have when they start a business, let's say for a restaurant, it's gonna be customers. Affiliate marketing, it's gonna be getting customers. Um, how about for building funnels? You need more customers. How about for cutting grass for people? You need customers, right? And what stops people from getting customers? Competitors. For example, if you was the only lawn care guy within 200 miles and then you said, hey, guys, I cut grass and you're the only guy that cuts grass in 200 miles. And let's say there's 300,000 people within that radius. Do you think you have a problem getting customers? No, you're not. You're not. In fact, your new stress is how do I handle everybody? But now people's handing you money. You're able to hire people. Because now you have now that you have money flow. Now you can pay your team. But the struggle there is the fact that you do have competitors. I've seen within a 10-mile radius, there may be 30 to 50 landscapers within just five minutes of each other. It's pretty wild, depending on the size of that city. right? And the bigger the city, the more dense competition is, and the harder it is to to leave your day job. Um, Because I recommend you having a day job, paying and being safe with that, and then taking you 46 extra hours. It would be a sacrifice, 46 hours during the week, and then do it, you know, during the weekend as well. And you take that. So that's what? That's almost if you did five hours a day for six days a week. That's 30 hours. Almost another full-time job. Which I highly recommend you doing. Uh so that way you can double your income. And yes, it's a sacrifice, but we're talking freedom freedom here, people. We're talking freedom. We're talking about do you know living your dreams. Who's, no one said it's gonna be easy. Okay. So if there's a way to grow and take that four to six hours without having to do marketing, because marketing is why eighty percent of people fail. Where did I get that number from? That is a number I think from within Business Sider or, or Forbes, actually, where they say eighty percent of people fail within a time frame, whether it's five years or seven years. And most people who start a business are not full time in that business until five to seven years, um, which eighty percent fail at doing because either they're not cash positive or because they have a hard time getting clients, which is probably the number one issue, okay? So how do you solve that problem? I would, The problem is getting clients is hard, but building a team is hard and doing a business is hard. So I would say if you could get into something where you have a marketing genius, you do not have to pay that marketing genius, you're getting plugged in into something already successful, but yet you can live the life of a contractor and an entrepreneur would be like business on training wheels. And that's why I recommend virtual closing. Virtual closing, you simply either are DMing people or you are taking 10-minute calls or you can take 45-minute calls. And the, deep, the you know, the more to the right you go with that, with the stages and levels, the more you get paid you know, per deal that is closed. So I call virtual closing, which is a term I have coined actually because people call it different things. I call virtual closing. That's just what I use. I like it. I like the virtual aspect. And it's like closing a deal. Now, closing is a little strong. We don't close people, we don't force people. We're only guiding them to something they already want. We're just giving them the the guidance, the encouragement, because this is something they really wanna do. So what I suggest is get yourself into an, a customer ecosystem. Uh, maybe a universe like a Tony Robbins universe or Grant Cardone universe, someone like that, who has floods of leads and marketing you put your business inside of their business, and all you do is you convert their leads into appointments or to deals, or you're qualifying those. But you're like, look, it sounds like a job. It's not a job because you can work from home. You leave whenever you want to leave. You're not a W-2. You're a 1099, which is a reference to your taxes, the way you do your taxes. And because as a contractor, I, hire like, I hired someone to put my roof on, but he's not my employee. I hired him as a company, but when people say, how do I get hired and it's not a job? Well, it's people do it every day. It's contract work. So that's what I mean. So you are getting contracted to convert deals, either into appointments or into actual closed deals. That's what I recommend. And if you can't do that, why do you feel like you're going to be successful in any business whatsoever? Because what business out there do you not convert people into customers? That's what I, yeah, it's very rare. It's a very hard business to get into. I mean, it's hard to find a business where you don't have to turn traffic into customers. Real estate, you got to turn people into renters. Or you got to get people to buy that house. In cars, you got to convert people into buying your car. In Mary Kay, you got to convince them to buy your Mary Kay stuff. Like, I'm trying to think of a business that doesn't require you to turn traffic into deals, traffic into customers, tra- into into stranger to hey take my money. I can't really think of anything that does not exist like that. Um, even with uh, even with ATM machines, you got to put it in places where they convert, and your marketing on that thing has got to it's got. So you got to figure out how to turn traffic into customers, because there's ATM machines next to walls, and people don't use them. So you still got to figure out how to get... Because some people think you're going to throw up an a ATM machine and people are just going to use it. Or they think um, you're going to throw up a, 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 um, a snack machine and people are just going to use it. No. Like they, there are situations like people don't convert. Just because you have a Coke sign doesn't mean they're going to convert. right? There, there are things you have to do. It has to be in the right place because if you've got five of those machines right next to each other, you, you just divide up everything by five. So people are fighting for that same space. So you're fighting for customers. So if you can get put in a world where they already have that down, all you gotta do is invest your time and effort, and it's scientifically gonna happen because they have the methods down. You don't wanna start from scratch, it's like fishing. Like, let's say fish represents freedom to you right now. Let's say a fish, one fish, You got a fish, you got freedom. What most people do in business, they'll go out and say, oh, I wanna fish. They grab a shovel, they dig a seven acre lake, it took them years to do that, they fill it with water, they wait years for that, they take a baby fish they put it in there wait for that fish to grow it took years for that it's been 15 years now and they finally that fish got grown and they can eat it sounds pretty crazy don't it or you can be the guy who walks over to the lake that's already filled it's a hundred year old lake and there's a guide a guide who's been fishing in that place for decades you ask him where's the best place to get the biggest fattest fish in this lake and he takes you over he throw you reel in one time bam you got your fish Why? Because you got help from someone who knows the lake. The lake's already established, and it has an ecosystem of fish inside who are nice and healthy and fat and juicy. In business, though, this is what people do. They start from scratch and go, why am I not eating today? Why has it been four years? Think of the lake. Because it takes a long time to build an ecosystem of organisms that will jump on your bait, and you pull it in. It's just like that, just like, and people think they're gonna start a business from scratch. It's gonna be the next Facebook. They're gonna be the next billionaire, and they're gonna be on the front side of Forbes magazine. And yet they get destroyed, so destroyed, because they're not living in re- they're not living in reality. They're living in la la land because they just know they got what it takes. And there's been millions of people to go. Oh, but I'm the next Steve Jobs, and they get crushed. Destroyed. They get smacked down and they're stuck at the job. And all they want is to quit their job, work virtual, have control of their money, and grow and not be stagnant. They want to be like a tree. They want to grow every single day and not be making the same thing they made four years ago. You don't have to create a billion-dollar company to do that. You don't have to make this complicated. And yet some people go, well, that sounds too good to be true. Maybe it was never meant to be. Well, if you say so, you're right. Either way. Either way, you're right. So I was a bug man, pest control. I thought I could do it. I did it. And you can believe me or not believe me, but do you think no one's actually doing what you want to do? Do you think everyone's just faking this? Do you feel like the, the all the people that you, you think that everyone's just faking this, it's not real? It's real, okay? Believe it or not, from small town in Georgia, bug man, no college degree. Actually, I drop out of college And I'm doing it okay I don't drive to a job I'm not saying you're going to do it that's the thing this isn't for everyone but if you think it's for you why would you take the hardest route possible and start from scratch that's why that's why I recommend becoming a virtual closer get someone to fill your life because if you cannot make virtual closing work for you you, there's no way you're gonna grow a business okay this is if you cannot get leads hand-fed to you and you cannot convert those leads you'll never be an entrepreneur. I, I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. It's just going to be hard to convince me of that. So, uh, but I believe it can be done. I think people just got to go all the way. Right. So that's my thoughts. That's how you do freedom. That's how you come out. And then once you smash virtual and you get that persuasive skill into your toolkit, then stack up cash, live the virtual life, Let, get it to a point where virtual and freedom is so boring you want to go do something challenging like start a business from scratch or invest in some or do real estate. People think business has to be so exciting and like fireworks. No, that is the worst way to grow a business. You want the most boring but profitable and simple way. You, you don't want to be the next Facebook. Like we have these Hollywood ideas of what be, a business is about. It is so, so far from the truth. And all you wanted to do was be with your kids and be able to take a trip every now and again, right? So, yeah. Hollywood's messed us up in that way. It's not like that. So that's, that's what I got for you. And um, this is Luke Guy helping you close bigger, faster, and more easily. And this is the Luke Guy Show. Helping entrepreneurs close bigger, faster, and more easily by building digital relationships on scale while growing the customer universe. What's popping Luke here and you're going to absolutely enjoy the show. Let's dive in right now.